Bruh, is the is daylight savings time fucking you up like it's fucking me up? Well, I forgot about it, and then I woke up this morning, my alarm went off, and I was like, oh, it's too dark to be this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went back to sleep. I laid my head down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I must have got my alarm wrong. <laughs> That's how I felt. I woke so. up, and I I just, I like almost refused to believe yeah. that it was time to get up and pod. Yeah. Obviously, it's fucking me up. Um yeah i've been like on a streak of like going to bed early waking up early feeling good and then last night me and sarah watched the finale of the office which is an hour long and then i (laughs) didn't go to bed until like 11 forgot about daylight savings and i was just like not having it that was i just went back to sleep yeah (laughs) Yeah, i wasn't even thinking about losing an hour of sleep when i was up last night so it was like midnight when i really went to sleep but you know that's like I basically went to sleep at one o'clock. Yeah. Only got a few hours and then I was watching Parasite last night. Did you watch that yet? Is it the first time you watched it? Yeah. Dude, that movie's awesome, right? Uh, So, yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Oh, no. But I'm not going to lie. Have you ever been in a movie that like you're really, really into it and then the movie ends and you thought there was going to be like way more movie? Yeah. I'll I'll give it credit that I was a I was a hundred and thirty minutes into a movie that I didn't know was about <laughs> <laughs> like I was that into yeah. it that I like I thought there was gonna be another hour left of movie or something. And so we get to the end of the movie and No, I was like dead ass shocked when the credits started rolling up. But that ending though. I guess I saw good, it. I, I, well, yeah, I saw it was like, I mean, I got like, I, I guess for some reason, the very like climactic scene towards yeah. the end did not signal to me that the end was coming. Mm. I think because I was waiting for, I think I was expecting something different. So I was waiting for a different like wraparound point, mm. like a different, uh, this is the message that we're driving home sort of thing. I think I spent a lot of the movie thinking that something paranormal was about to maybe start happening. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like extraterrestrial out of the ordinary or something. In a couple of years we'll go back and we'll, we'll talk about this movie and it'll be like, cause you can't, you can't spoil it yet. But like that movie that I think this, I think, you know, I think I can say this without ruining the movie. The scene where they go down mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like down down the f- i had this is the first time in a movie i'm like one of those people who like tries to predict like oh yeah what's about to happen yeah, in a yeah, movie yeah, yeah. i was watching like true detective and i'm like this is about to happen yeah. and then it normally would happen that motherfucker yeah did it. <laughs> i mean like i it's it's easy to follow the formula of like suspense and thrillers whatever this movie was the first time that i've ever watched a movie or like for, like first time in a long time that i've ever watched a movie and i've genuinely been like I don't know what's going to happen right here. I thought it yeah. might be something paranormal. I thought it might be like something really, really, really fucked up. Like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And it was, and it's just like, it's so like nice to n- like not know like what's about to happen in a movie. Yeah. I appreciated that. I appreciated that. I was like, I, I, same thing. Like I, yeah. I don't normally, I'm not very good at predicting where movies are going to go, mm-hmm. but I still like to do that. And this is one of those movies where I knew I just didn't really, right. I had no idea because the movie was just following such an interesting pace already. Yeah. 
but but I think I, that's kind of why I had like, no issue with like that like the I I did want more movie, but I I had no issue with ending it where it ended because I was like this could have ended anywhere in the, like the last forty minutes could have been any any point could have been the end of the movie mm. or you could have extended it if you wanted to like another right and then minutes. even at the point of the end of the movie you could have gone past yeah you could have gone where the movie longer. actually stops yeah and it could have kept going yeah I, I like everything like i was i was really really enjoying myself i was really like kind of wrapped up in the story mm-hmm. but i think i probably had expectations on the movie yeah that weren't really gonna take place so that's why i was so confused when the movie was over and i i'm not kidding when i said i i literally thought there was going to be another like 45 minutes i really thought i thought that that i thought that that ending was like i don't know if you could when i when maybe I, maybe you could have done when, something different but i don't know if i don't think it would have been better than that i think the ending was like just perfectly like the anti ending to a movie where it's like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not fulfilling at all it's kind of a huge, but it's kind of a huge letdown. But like in the most appropriate way that it could be. I liked the point <laughs> of the ending. I liked the yeah. point of the ending, and I I think like like the director he kind of explained mm-hmm. why he ended it where he ended it now. So I think you get what I'm saying. But uh, I I I um I thought the point that was being made by the final scene in the movie mm-hmm. was a cool point. Yeah, you know, it, like you said, it's kind of like a a a bummer ending in a couple of different ways but um i think the the message with that ending of the movie was 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 pretty cool yeah um yeah i i was just i was so i was so genuinely shocked but other than that i mean i thought it was great and i think if i i think if i just wasn't i feel like i was really expecting it to start going in like a get out direction mm. is is what it was so um with that being said, that's why I thought there was going to be more moving forward. But I it's think also, if you take that expectation out of it, uh, you know, everything else about it, I enjoyed quite a bit. It was very fun. If you ever get the chance to like go to a theater and see it too, I th- I think it's one of the, I haven't watched it just like, I watched it in theater. I haven't watched it just like at home yet, but I do think it's one of those movies that benefits from like seeing it on the big screen. Mm. maybe maybe not the second time i saw it, like i've only seen it once and seeing it in a in a movie theater was just like so gratifying but have you been to the uh movie madness recently Mm-mm. The, i've been to movie madness in like five years okay well word <laughs> i mean we go there sometimes we haven't gone in a while but you know if we want to rent a movie that's what we do since it's so close and recently they just finished building like a mini plex, quote unquote, yeah. like a small movie theater. They start, I think they are going to, I think they are showing like movies there for free, basically. That's pretty sweet. Uh, I didn't know they're doing that. Yeah. And sometimes they're like indie or low key movies, but then they're also like uh, Malcolm X or something like mm-hmm. that, you know? Um, so I'll have to see if there's a, a movie we want to pee. Yeah. Speaking should, of Get Out, have you seen the trailer for. Candyman? Candyman, yes, did see that. It looks pretty good. Yeah, and it looks pretty. It looks pretty Jordan Peele. I didn't see the original. Even though he's just producing. I don't know. Have you ever seen the no, original? I've never seen the original. It's on Netflix. I, I almost watched. I almost gonna watch it this weekend because I want to. I want to go watch the new one, but it does seem really Jordan Peele. They like took like uh even the whole like 
the trailer the trailer itself right yeah the trailer it, 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 what it felt like like it, uh us almost yeah even the whole shtick with taking like a really popular song and like making it creepy i can't oh, remember yeah. what song it is in candy candy man but it's like an ashanti song or something or like i don't remember actually um you have to watch the trailer again you, you you'll you'll recognize it but nah it, it looks pretty it looks very jordan peele which is fine because i love jordan peele right you've seen us right yeah okay blazers are trash i don't want to talk about it i'm wearing my sweatpants today but let's get the lottery pick going let's just tank it man right i mean What's the best last, night's, last night's loss felt like a tank loss yeah I mean, not that I would ever accuse our team of not trying, but well, what's, just, what's just a blowout loss to the to the Kings is pretty rough. Yeah. What's the point of making the playoffs? The best we could do is a seven seed. We play one of the LA teams. We just get bounced. We get swept. Yeah. What's the point? If we were showing more like uh, steam. We do get like, Nurk back you know, in a week, though. Sure, but... But I don't know what that... I don't know if that's like a... Like I said, but you don't want to play... I, uh, yeah, if the team was showing a little bit more fight, like mm-hmm. if they were winning against teams like the Kings, who yeah. honestly are in the same playoff race well, like that, the Pel- that the we Pelicans, are in, yeah. you can't really lose those games and expect to make the playoffs. And then to feel like there's a reason for you to even really yeah, to be in the playoffs and contend and whatnot is also a different story. So, yeah, as much as I hate to say it, I mean, I would like to have the best... Uh, best uh, draft pick possible i guess at this point do you think this last offseason was worth it like would you would you have liked to just if we could have just ran it back with the team last year the, the would you season rather panned out extremely differently than i thought it would like i th- you yeah. know like i like, think would you when, rather have aminu harkless seth curry or would you rather have whiteside no his no, own no, 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 no because this is the first year i've really felt like we've had um chips trade pieces mm-hmm. assets interesting players you know i think like obviously contracts are their own thing but i do think having players like hassan and ariza and even mellow you know there's mm-hmm. just or even like down to the bench and guys like gary trent and stuff like that like those are all assets that you would either want to keep or get something good in return for yeah so i i see more wiggle room and if you get the right pieces in there's talent that we didn't really have yeah. before in someone like Whiteside. i think or, if i think if we had been like more healthy this season and still been in like a position that we are now which i don't think would have happened but like say we did have nurk or collins earlier and we, hood never got hurt if we were still like fighting for a seven seed I would say it was kind of a shot season. Like I, I wouldn't be happy with, with what you just said. Like either yeah, yeah, no, I agree. But like, given that we have been injured and all those guys are kind of like not really sure what their, what their future is in Portland. That's the other I, thing. I'm, I'm okay with it, but but if we had been healthy and in this position, I would have much rather just had Mo and Aminu and Seth Curry back because I just. We won a lot with those guys. Yeah, I want to win more. But I, I, I do see what you're saying there. I would have really liked to see what uh, what we would look like getting Nurk back at this point, and then you know just having like the kind of season that we probably expected. Mm-hmm. Because I think yeah. you know the a lot of teams in the West got better, but 
uh we put a pretty interesting team together we just never really got to see the full thing honestly and now that we're past the really competitive stage of maybe getting into the playoffs it also feels like you know we're just not really gonna get to see that until next season but I'm sure there's some pieces that have to move. Well, next, next season, season, it's like, do, do we even have Whiteside again? I don't think we do. That's what I'm wondering. Like, Whiteside, Ariza, Carmelo, like, what is it? What what happens with those guys? Because they, they shape the team kind of. I think Ariza is the only one that we... I mean, Carmelo, I see us keeping just because, like, Portland loves the loyalty thing. And he said he wants to retire here. I don't oh, know yeah, he did, he did say that. I forgot that but he said that. As I, far I just as think like, it, makes, it makes a lot of sense for him to, like maybe now try going to a contender. That's what but, I was saying. Or like, it makes but, more sense for him than but Knicks. maybe he's playing well all season because he's playing with us. Is something yeah, maybe, that, you know, I, hold on. I got to switch the camera. <sighs> Put it in a bag. <laughs> Fucking Rick and Morty sample. I don't care where you put it. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. No count. And if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere. You know, take it to the shit store and sell it. Put it in a shit museum. Put it in a shit museum. Just gotta get it together. Get it together. I hope so. No, okay. Okay. Hey, that's my hey, shit. I said I got you. I got you. I hope so. I said I got you. I got you. I hope so. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's the best. That's fire as fuck. I hope so. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get another Brothers song in. <clears throat> what the fuck is up, people? Brothers and oh, what the fuck I is up? My brother here in the cool. building. It's election season, baby. Shout out, shout out Bernie for getting uh, Chuck D on the. Yeah. yeah just shout, shout out D Bernie in general. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give my quick two cents on everything politics. Two cents coming here right now. Go ahead, let it off. Okay, you're stupid. All right, you dumb. <laughs> you stupid if you stupid. don't vote for Bernie. You dumb. You even stupider, more Doo-doo. stupid. Doo-doo dumb. If you don't vote at all. Stupid. People need that vote. Oh, man. Utilize the right, man. You know what? They are so lucky. They are so lucky right now that I don't have my stupid uh, <laughs> drop ready. Stupid. But not for real. Vote Bernie. Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right bitch. <laughs> not gonna let you get the chance to not vote go vote i don't know yeah, when our primaries are coming up but uh it's not till may it's like may 18th or something word shout out to every state that does mail-in ballots mm-hmm. yeah i think that's the way to go i think it is direct to the crib you know yeah, not that, everyone can make it out like man a, like a like a blockbuster uh, movie rental. People got jobs and shit. Not everyone can make it to a Yeah, ballot. people got jobs, shit to, to do. Uh, it's not easy to make it. Yeah. Almost some downtown. People have, some people don't have cars. Some, some people don't have the accessibility, man. That's fucked up. Yeah, it really is. 
I think any system where you got to go somewhere to vote is pretty archaic and fucked up. Yeah. The fact that, I mean, I know our, our elections get hacked now. Like that's just a thing, but the fact that you can't even do that shit online, the (laughs) the fact that I can't even like go online on my phone. Yo, (laughs) definitely Bernie. Definitely not anyone. Bernie. Just, just DM. Can I just get the Bernie auto vote for the primary and for every, you know, just DM the U S government. Just Bernie. Yeah, you should. You should be able to just DM. Your it's, local it should be like it should be NBA All Star voting, then, and then they just okay, we got you. It should you be know? NBA All Star voting where you just hashtag. Yeah, you just hashtag, hashtag as many vote, times as you yeah, want. Hashtag <laughs> vote Bernie. Hashtag feel the burn. And that way, and you just cast a vote. That way, no one would be able to vote for Clinton or for uh, Biden because. They're all too old. They don't have Instagram. Mm, see, they don't want to. They don't want to do that. Yeah. We'd be phasing them out. We'd be phasing them out. That'd be a good. Problem. Let's phase them out. We don't need them. I know. <laughs> I know. But that's not what they want, Trent. That's not what they want to happen. Yeah. So, uh, if you're in a city where you gotta go to vote, please, you know, exercise your right to go mm-hmm. and use your damn legs and go vote. Uh, if you're in my state, make sure you're registered to vote. Yeah. Uh, cause I think in Oregon we have closed primaries. So if you're not registered as a Democrat, then you can't vote for Bernie it's or Biden, um, yeah, but or whoever it is that you are, are still voting for. So that's important to know. Um, and since we've stumbled on this political conversation, uh, I guess I'll announce to you guys because we we sort of Deb's have this running episode. for president, <laughs> <laughs> late as fuck, like Bloomberg, just drop it in. What up? <laughs> That's <clears throat> every YouTube Whitaker video. 2020. You, every YouTube what video up? you click on for the next week, you're gonna get you're gonna get paid messages by me. Yo, actually, can we do a little fun uh, exercise? What's up? So I saw this thing. I don't remember what talk show it was on. Where your uh, political like platform campaign slogan is your last name, the year that you're running. So 2020. And then the last text you sent. My last text I sent to you was was to you. So maybe we won't use that one. <laughs> Yours would be funny though. It'd be Whitaker twenty twenty. No problems. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smiley face. Actually, wait, that's super fire. <laughs> Whitaker twenty twenty NP. <laughs> Mine was blissful be, emoji. <laughs> actually, my last one was just sent to you, and it was. <laughs> it's louder <laughs> louder 2020 yo i woke up a little late with the daylight savings <laughs> shit i'm leaving my crib in a minute <laughs> yo daylight savings had us <laughs> fucked up yo my uh number one platform will be you know getting abolishing daylight savings <laughs> <laughs> no more <laughs> no more savings man hold up i got something oh no it's not time to listen to my hobby but this song rocks it's so good we're gonna let it rock this is my this is an accident, guys. This needs to be higher on my list of songs for the year last year. I think I had it like seventh, but that that shit might be like third. No, it's worth it. It's so good. Hey, uh, oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, go ahead. La- louder, twenty twenty. I hope so. <laughs> 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 dude fire love right. it i love it all right let's let's get down to business oh yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna i was gonna i'm gonna spill the beans i'm gonna spill the beans this week because last week we was talking all like all this kiki about oh next episode is gonna oh, yeah. be so informativo and whatnot and uh today's guest fell through but i did speak with her on the phone yesterday 
and uh, she'll be coming through next Sunday. So next episode, we're going to be speaking to um, a former teacher, a current podcaster, an activist in the city of Portland, who also happens to be running for mayor of our city of Portland. And her name is Sarah Ianarone. Like I said, she has a podcast uh, that is for the purpose of her campaign. Uh, you can follow, You can go to sarah2020.com. Um, check out all her policies. Again, her podcast is called Hashtag Our Portland. Uh, and you can hear all of her po- policies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how she's releasing her policies and such uh, is through that podcast. So if you want to do your research, uh, especially if you're someone that lives in the city and you do plan on voting in the mayor's race in May, then you can you know check out her platform there. And we're going to interview her next Sunday. So that's going to be kind of a different episode. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how we're going to run that. Uh, it does depend on what kind of music we get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, no matter what politics on a Portland level, but probably also a national level, um, I'm sure there's lots of conversations to be had that uh, would be of interest to people in our city. And, you know, those of y'all who are um, living all over and wherever. Mm-hmm. So um you know make sure or we hope that i hope so you know no. that works <laughs> out, you know? <laughs> so that's the next episode but this week we are solo dolo it's just us i'm solo you're dolo all right does that work that's fine with me let's get down to some music man <laughs> let's get down to some god uh we'll get to next week's music we'll get to metabritic in a little bit but why not just get right into the uzi talk right mm. uh he did it he did it so all you little 12 year old white boys can stop complaining about yeah here's the real question are 12 year old white boys fucking with this or are they hating on this they because hating I gotta on take this. the contrary i think they hating on this i think they might be hating on this too what do you think what do you think there is to hate on on the new little uzi album like if you had to pick one gripe to have with it off rip and i not saying whether you like it or not but just if you got a problem with it what's the number one problem <clears throat> with this album it's a little like repetitive i feel like there's a lot of like not like track to track but just like overall like every three tracks kind of like i feel like the song sounds the same as the last like there's clear okay i'm I'm not sure how i'm trying to say this there's like a clear uh there's clear sectionality in the album where like the first three tracks sound like the same the middle three tracks then it it, it kind of just like it none of it really feels like one cohesive album it feels like a bunch of little things that could have dropped separately you better move but I don't know if that's a problem, really. I, I don't know if I really find that an issue. I just, it's the first thing I noticed. You better move. If I had to pick a, a problem with this, it'd be kind of on the same vein that there are some stretches where I, I feel like I'm kind of getting stuck in the same yeah. general sound. Which, when I go back and I listen to a song individually, I guess I don't feel that way so much because I do feel like a lot of the instrumentals mm-hmm. that are in here are pretty fleshed out. Um, you know, they have like their little quirks to them. I feel like they've been done justice. You know, yeah. it doesn't feel undercooked or, you know, like it all kind of mushes together because it's just like not very well done or nothing. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> it does keep the pace 
going at the same rate for a few different sections yeah. of, of the project. Um, so what are we sitting here at? At I guess two bonus tracks, which puts it at sixteen or eighteen in total. So sixteen song album or an eighteen song album. Um, How long? Like an hour and two minutes. Again, man, I just like uh, Lil Uzi is like one of the artists. Like it's like Uzi Thug. Um, what about Cardi? Car- uh, I don't think Cardi can. I don't think Cardi would ever make an hour-long album. Um, I feel like Dilit might be that long. Dilit's kind of long. Well, if if it is, then he did a great job because it doesn't feel like an hour. <laughs> it's just under. It's fifty-seven minutes. So, right, so, I so stay corrected. But like, I, no, I, I think then Cardi could do it. I I just feel like. <clears throat> I feel like you don't need to have. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because they have a lot of music. That it's, I mean, it might be just like a workhorse mentality. They're just always working. And especially, I mean, this album has been how on the cusp for like music two does, years, so, or not like three years. So yeah, how much music does Lil Uzi make? You know, that's the real yeah. question. Because I feel like that the answer to that is a lot. And to come with an album that's been more than you know a year and a half or two years in the making. Yeah, this being one of my favorite early songs, by the way. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's been all this time, you know, says to me that Lil Uzi probably made a few different projects. Mm-hmm. Definitely a few different projects worth of music by this point. Um, so I do really wonder about the process of this album, but I said this in the chat that I'm really glad that we got Eternal a take and not like a different project. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm glad that it was branded. That being as said, such, like I, I, as this thing that yeah. we've been waiting to hear. I get, I get that. Like the, the, the like the lead up to it. I'm glad that it's still the same album. But then I'm like listening to this. It's an hour long. It took like three years to come out. How do we know that this is Eternal to Take? Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Is I feel like this could Eternal to Take could have been any 16 to 18 songs. You know, like I don't I don't know how much. So are you saying that the concept of the album maybe doesn't shine through or hold up? Because I, I don't feel even like know what the concept of the album is really. But no, what I'm more saying is that or what about these songs says Eternal to Take? Yeah, to you like as I, opposed I'm not. Like, I'm I'm thinking like. What what if he came out with Love is Rage 3 and just had all these songs? It was the, the same, same thing. Does it, does it, does it change I don't, anything? To, yeah. I think it does. I think it doesn't garner as much hype, first of all, because I just think the lead up, the build up is so important, and especially the big artists like this, especially the big artists that you really haven't gotten that much from. If you think about it, he's been around for like five years like longer than that but he's been like in the limelight five years and we really have only heard like one <laughs> no, no 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 we've we've heard wait well, go ahead and finish sorry we've only heard like one major major release i feel like one debut album being love is rage 2 yeah one, and we really for that we've had tapes yeah the perfect tapes love tape, and they're good but like I the world but i don't think they i think that love is rage 2 is like 
um, when you think of Uzi, that's what you think of, and like that sound on that album. Which again, I haven't even really listened to all that crazy in depth. Like you're not like the biggest Uzi guy. I'm not a big Uzi guy, but I do see the merit, and I like everything he puts out. Like I've never really heard a thing that I just generally disliked. So what I'm saying is. When you haven't had a lot of music, when you're in the limelight, I'm thinking of like Channel Orange kind of. This is not the same mm-hmm. sound at all, but the same idea. When you've had not a lot of music, but you've been in the limelight and then you wait a long time to drop an album, the hype that surrounds that because no one really knows what they're about to get is really massive. And so I think that I don't know how much stock I put in Uzi as like a album artist not an album artist but just as like a like big grand release artist like i just feel like this album the song the track every track if you take it just the track list not the name of the album or like the artwork or the fact that it's oozy even just the track list could have been any album like i don't think it needed to be eternal to take i think it, eternal to take was the idea of the album not the actual album itself so so, the, so it, it it played into you know, everything that goes, it, sorry, it played into the skits and the album cover and the aesthetics and, you know, kind of everything that surrounds the music, but you're having a hard time hearing what eternal attack or or, or take means in terms of music itself. Yeah. Or just, uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't know what it's supposed to be. I don't know why it couldn't be called, you know, something else. Yeah. Or when I listen to this album, I don't know what else it could have been. Eternal to take could have been, there was so little information, but so much hype around it that I just don't like, I don't think that this lives up to the expectation as much as I wanted it to. Therefore, I don't think, I don't want to like just come to terms with that. This is exactly what the album was the whole time. Yeah. Like, I think there's probably a lot of changes, a lot of difference. And I honestly would rather have something a little bit more like Love is Rage 2, but I'm not, like, mad at this. It's still a good album. I generally heard people on the internet saying that they they wished that they heard a little bit more of the melodic Uzi. Yeah. So I just like him singing. The, I mean, the two songs that you just <clears throat> heard us playing, very much, like, he's rapping. Yeah. And uh, very much so, that is the demeanor of the project for a lot of it. There's not really so much of the singing yeah. Uzi that you would be familiar with, with like the Love is Rage projects. Uh, this is, I, I guess that's kind of turning a new leaf for Uzi. Like, uh, you know, we always have seen him kind of rap in this way and do these heavier songs. But I think to turn around and do a full project of it is, is definitely different. So that's yeah. one of the first things I saw people being maybe disappointed about was they were hoping for like the 20 minutes type jams. If you, if you know 20 minutes. Well, cause like he's not to me, like he's not like a trippy red or like a juice world or someone like that where it's like they do sing, but they also rap all the time. Like to me, what I've heard Lil Uzi has been the stuff that I found most like, uh, the of the highest quality is when he's like singing. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's a good rapper, too. Like, I don't, I don't have any problem with him rapping. But I just think, like, my expectation, which, again, was not very much because I'm not a huge Uzi fan. Um, 
not my expectation of quality, but my expectation of what it would sound like was different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a good album. I'm not, like, disappointed with the album. But quality-wise, you probably didn't expect too much anyways. Not even... I mean, quality... I still think quality-wise, it's fine, but just content-wise... No, I'm saying, like, you didn't expect too much. You didn't get too much. I mean, even even if it's good. I'm saying you didn't expect anything amazing. You didn't expect anything... I don't even think you probably really had... No, but that's what I'm saying, is I kind of did expect something really good, and I got it. Like, I I think this is a good album. Like, I like this album a lot. Okay. I'm not even saying that I didn't expect much, and it was met. Like, my expectations were met. I'm saying it was, like... I expected a pretty good album because there was a lot of hype and I got a pretty good album, but it just sounds different than what I thought it would sound like. Okay. I guess I, I guess I'm kind of with you. I guess I went into this <clears throat> not feeling like we were going to be on the same page, but I guess I'm with you in the sense that I went in expecting a pretty good album mm-hmm. because the singles we've had, we've heard so far have been pretty good. Uh, and then on top of that, yeah, it's been a hyped up album. It's an artist that we're familiar with. It's an artist that we like. It's an artist that we've been waiting for this album for a while. So I was expecting a pretty good album. Mm-hmm. I would be pretty bummed, right, if this came out and it, it was honest to God mid. If it was just like a hot fire it, trash, like, yeah. yeah would, or even worse, like, like, you know, really, really bad. That would suck. I think I went in thinking pretty good album and I got a pretty good album. Yeah. But I was curious if he would make a really good album basically if he would do something that i didn't expect or he would come with something that um kind of changed how i was ready to think about new uzi music Mm -hmm. or something like that i don't think he really did that beyond um turning this page of making a really rap heavy project um a project that uh you know moves in that way i guess i wasn't really expecting that but in terms of quality, you know, it's definitely not blowing me out of the water. I'm just kind of waiting to see if I find like um, a pocket or a phase that I get into with this album. Yeah. Because right now there are some standout songs and I guess I'll get to that. But there are also some songs that uh, I think may grow on me a little bit more. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see that. Obviously, you know, we do this podcast every week mm-hmm. and we're only a couple of days out from a project being released. Um, and obviously, like you said, you know, this is a project we've been waiting on for multiple years at this point. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm looking forward to maybe the end of the month. Now that we're recapping albums, I'm really interested to see if this stays in that top five or if it gets knocked off by some you know, other albums that come in and it ends up being a busy month. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that this will grow on me. I have a feeling that it will probably resonate with me as one of my favorite albums of the month by the end of the month. But as of today, there's a, there's, there's definitely, there's like, I would say five songs I'm really confident in right now that I think are like complete jams. And not to say that it's only five out of the, um, what is it? 16 or whatever that I like. Not saying that because I think there are more songs that I like. I just know for sure right now there's probably about five songs mm. that, you know, if <clears throat> if I had to spin them, they'd be pretty fire. I guess I have five songs on, on the playlist right now. The first was You Better Move, which I really enjoyed that very interesting beat and pace to the song because there's like the siren and then, oh, you better move, you better mm. move. Like it kind of just follows that whole pace. Um he does rhyme the ooh sound for every rhyme. <laughs> and I realized after a couple of listens, that gets a little tedious. Yeah. At I mean, first, I, again, I think Uzi is a fine rapper. 
Like, he does, he does some interesting stuff. And there are some songs where it's like, maybe even if there's not like a uh, so much singing, you know, there's a little bit more of that oozy type melody that you're expecting in a song like this, Venetia. I do actually think that Uzi has like, the thing that I'll give credit to Uzi for is that the beats that he chooses, some of the samples and shit, they're really weird. Like he's got a, he's got a knack for rapping on some weird shit. Uh-huh. Like this is a weird beat. Like the beat, like the, the structure of the beat isn't weird, but like that weird like vintage, like yeah. Like it sounds like a vintage like recording of a of like a march, like a marching band or some shit. I don't know. I just think that and like even the um, what's the what's the single that came out that was like super crazy high energy? Futsal shuffle. Futsal shuffle twenty twenty. Yeah. So that that shit is a weird beat. And that's too. a really weird beat to rap over. Yeah. 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 I agree. But I do that, think he has a knack for just like making a weird ass beat sound like his own like he, he i agree I, mean, I i can associate i would with say futsal shuffle 2020 was the first song to me that kind of got me curious like i said yeah. a moment ago about how good this album would be because you're very right in that that is a really interesting mm-hmm. choice of instrumental yeah and i mean i i give a lot of credit to uzi for that song alone um, just going through with it, picking it as the single again, it's kind of left of center, but I think it proved to work. It's already got like a hundred million plus streams in just a couple months. And it's, yeah, I mean, he did the whole dance behind it and everything in the video and, and blah, blah, blah. So I appreciate him. Like you said, in that regard for putting stock into the, his material that, uh, that can be kind of just songs and ideas that maybe other artists wouldn't go for. Yeah. He goes for, he, and they pan out uh, because he's willing to be different. Yeah. And that's kind of always been his strength. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that like, I find him dynamic, not necessarily as like a great rapper. Or I think he, I think I like when he sings because um, he has like a good, he's got a he's got a good knack for finding like a weird melody but i think he i think one of the most dynamic things about him is that he really can like do a lot with a weird with like just something that no one else would really touch i would think like I, the only other people that i think touch that kind of shit is like is like um made in tokyo or like a little b or like something that you know that i like but you i don't can't think I, of anybody as popular as uzi yeah that, as popular that, that and would that would do the, it as like clean like yeah and make it even, sound even someone like young thug i mean he really does his own version of being out there and being like but yeah he, you know him and uzi still have their differences so yeah, uzi still at his popularity is really the only one that is going to do what he's going to do. And I think we forget sometimes how how popular Uzi is. Uh, yeah. That's just kind of a random aside thought, but I think sometimes we forget how popular Uzi is. And that Dude, it, everything that I was seeing on Instagram on Friday, like my whole feed was just Lil Uzi Vert shit. Yeah, like, this was a big drop. Yeah. This was a big drop. And uh, I, I I was kind of hoping that it was still going to drop next week. Because remember, the the original yeah, announcement was next week. He so. said, like, cover art and track lists, like, were being confirmed And this then all week of a sudden, then. on Friday, it was like, oh, it's out. Yeah. Uh, not even, you know, Friday at mid- or Thursday at, at midnight. It was like Friday morning. It dropped. 
And I mean, usually when that sort of thing happens, that means it leaked. Yeah. Like there's leaks out there and they just want to get ahead of it. They don't want to lose the streams and whatnot. Um, so I'm assuming that's what happened. I kind of, yeah, it, it, it took me by surprise. So I, I wasn't really ready to listen, but in the end, you know, I, I was, I was personally pretty happy with this actually. Like I, I do think I did feel a little bit of, um, it was a, a kind of a rap heavy project. I too maybe would have liked a couple more melodic songs. I think it would have maybe broken up some of the monotony of the say. track list. That's just the like only super thing high I can really energy say. the whole time. Maybe just like a couple of like valleys where it's just like a little bit like more. Yeah, like I, I mean, um, I did think it kind of made the album interesting that Futsal 2020 and That Way were on the back end of the project mm-hmm. all the way. They were bonus tracks. I kind of went into it thinking that that was going to be in the track listing somewhere. And then we're having songs that intersect with it. And that not being the case kind of threw me off a little bit, but we could have used something. I could have used something like a, that way partway through the track list. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Um, I understand that there was a, like a, a certain pace there going and, and maybe the idea isn't to break that up is, is to elongate those yeah. stretches where we're kind of in the same zone, but yeah, I feel like as an album listening experience, that's not quite as rewarding um, or it didn't pan out to, to feel very rewarding because now I'm now I'm feeling a little bit more stuck with the standout singles that I know I want to go back to and uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure how this is going to grow on me or, or, or not, you know. Mm-hmm. But I can say I'm I'm pretty happy that there are there are some really fun songs right now. Um, My last little side note is that again I don't and I don't, I don't listen to the radio. I don't know what the radio is like anymore. Like <laughs> I just like don't I don't know what it's like. But I, like listening to this whole album, I didn't find a song that I was like normally with a especially like a kind of pop trap album like this. Like you were looking for the smash song right i was, gonna, for I was looking for the hit i was looking for the hit that was gonna be like the radio hit and i don't know that maybe I, they just maybe did that i mean maybe maybe they did that maybe futsal 2020 and that yeah, way maybe. are the are the singles and that's yeah. kind of how it is that's kind of how i took it like listening to it i kind of took it like there wasn't supposed to be a single on the record basically mm-hmm. or an honest single on the record or like a, a, a like a chart attempt on the on the album right because futsal has done well already yeah. you know has kind of already like um you can bank on the streams that that song alone is pulling in to uh you know it, to, the to get the album the streams that it needs to mm-hmm. be doing well um again we don't listen to the radio so we don't really know if futsal 2020 is playing on the radio a lot yeah, i don't know cities, but i'm assuming it is well but. it's just interesting because like the last big uh like trap poppy trap album release that i remember other than like little baby but i don't want to talk about little baby young thug right he's young thug and, young thug and when listening to the track list it's pretty clear that hot was gonna be like the big single yep like even on the first listen i was like yeah that's the one like and then and then even beyond that because i i feel like hot took off in some respects because it remember it was like kind of a meme too yeah um yeah, so man, the, those meme songs they go crazy they do <laughs> they do go crazy i think that would have been a radio song either way but i yeah. think the memes you know obviously they, they kind of help it but even when you're moving further past just uh hot 
you hear a song like bad 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 mm-hmm. and it's like that's a radio hit too yeah it turns out you know it, it ends up being that way and there's a few of them on there yeah um and see and this is what makes so much fun i think such a great album is that really there are quite a few songs on there that could be radio pushes and i don't think every song has to be or will be right but i could see a lot of people enjoying that mgk song because i really enjoy the mgk song that's a bop yeah. that's something i could hear on the radio that's something you know it's like there are a few songs on there that uh that just seem radio ready but like this eternal take album i i, I honestly i don't not know that they're not the good but i just don't know like here. what the hell on this like no song on its own is so grabby that i'm like this is gonna be a radio hit like the whole album is good but i just don't know about one one or two tracks that are just like and if i had to choose to it's like you said it'd be the singles it'd be futsal and that way yeah it's it's hard to choose see we're getting back into the you know singles being the best thing on the album it's a little difficult to choose something over that way or futsal but i will say i've at least gotten some songs in here that rival those I, the songs I threw on the playlist I really enjoyed mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta get it out there that there are songs That I, I think were pretty great So I'm feeling Worth you know I feel like it's worth it to return to this album And, and kind of just see where it Where it goes yeah, From here But here's an interesting thought He's already announcing the deluxe edition Of this album mm. So and it, and it sounds like that's where all the features are I did think it was weird that there was only a Sid feature. I think I think like there are these songs on here. So there's four deluxe tracks that I think he's announced already, and you know he tagged Future, he tagged mm. a couple other people like Thug and are they different songs. Or are they just like remixes? With I think features? they're gonna remix these songs. Uh, okay. So in a way, it's kind of like you're getting the version of the album with features, with the exception of the Sid one we already yeah. got. But with all, you know, I think all the features that would have gotten you like, whoa, okay, there's a thug song here, there's a feature song here. I feel that like that might do it. Also, they might just change like the overall structure of the song, like the the sound of the song sounds different when you have like future on it. Yeah, I'm like just easy. I'm, I'm, like those are names that change how you yeah, listen to songs. Like, yeah. Okay, so you kind of got to it. I'm wondering if they're gonna be the same songs with just an added verse. Like it's almost gonna be like this is what would have mm-hmm. came out originally if we would have just put all the features on the album or like these songs were made with this person at that time yeah. but we took their part out of it and left that to the, the album just so we could have a deluxe edition yeah um with the different features which i think is kind of an interesting that's actually that's a good and model I, and, i mean and, and while i was you know a little internally disappointed that there weren't going to be any features i was I, I commend a lot of the like decisions made mm-hmm. on this project. So even though there are stretches of the album where I feel like I'm getting kind of lost in the same feel, the same vibe, I appreciated that um, he sat into some phases for the record. I yeah. While I was a little internally bummed that there were no features, I was interested that he decided to go with no features and what that meant for the project, obviously with the exception of Sid. Um, there are probably a few other things like that, but I feel like a lot of those things that stick out to you, like, hey, why did he do that? I'm pretty intrigued in, and I feel like they came out still sounding okay. Mm. Um, I say all that to say, you know, I, I leave this feeling 
pretty positively on yeah. the record. And I know, I mean, it sounds like you do too. It's just, you probably didn't get too much more out of it than you were hoping for. I don't think yeah, you I mean, were too fine. attached to the album in the first place. Yeah. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I don't think this ever had like a, really never had a chance to like be one of my favorite albums of the year or anything like maybe like a top i mean i don't know what's going to come out this year and i like this album a lot it might be a top 20 album to me i don't know but i mean as it stands it probably is but we're only three months into the year and yeah i just like i don't have any real attachment to it we'll see i, I think it could grow on me like I'm hoping track, it grows but. on me and I'm, I'm hoping I, I find because Lil Uzi music is he's another artist that I've been in that situation before. I also said in the in the group chat yesterday that I reviewed Love is Rage too when it dropped. Yeah. That was like one of my earlier reviews and I trashed it pretty hard. <laughs> I did. And I mean, I listen to that shit all the time now. Yeah. And and I, I, I still there's still a lot of songs on there that I still don't love. But as an album. I mean, I see so many more virtues in it now than I than I ever did at that time, uh, and my taste is different too. But just, I, that's all to say, like sometimes uh, you know you get you get m- more out of uh, Lil Uzi after you get past the face value. Mm-hmm. So again, that just says to me, hey, this is an album worth keeping around. I don't know that I'm gonna love it, but I have a feeling that there's at least another song or two that might come into the fold. It might give it more of a case for like being worth talking about at the end of the month, halfway through the year, at the end of the year. I'm hoping so because, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's one of the cooler artists out there, um, in hip hop, especially at that level, not to be this guy, but what do you think this means moving forward for him dropping? Because I was about to say, I don't know when we're going to ever hear, like hear more music from him. So I should learn to love this again. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel that that's one way to look at it because, but we said this earlier, like this is a guy we feel makes a lot of music. I mean, just kind of by the way he puts out the music and how the music sounds. And you know, the fact that he, you know, he doesn't have, official album too many official projects out but he does have a a good platform of mixtapes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i feel like it makes a lot of music and i think it was interesting to see him in a scenario in a scenario where his album wasn't dropping because of label trouble and stuff like that so does that mean now he's kind of out of the woods on that sort of thing and he's ready to come back with some music you know maybe not later this year but early next year or i think it goes either way i mean i i think yeah if he's cleared for takeoff then maybe he'll take the opportunity but i also think like there are artists that i just get the vibe that like they're really particular about like curating their catalog and making sure like and and uzi while he's like kind of this wild like enigmatic fun guy and like you know he he seems like a really like cool guy to meet you know like celebrity wise i also think that there's something about him that just strikes me as like like super composed, like super wants to make sure everything he puts out, like fits what he envisions. Mm. And I think that is like what I think this album is like, if anything, I think it's very particular. Like this album. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, I think it's, it is particular. Yeah. And I think he's more particular and artistic than yeah. he kind of lets. Right. Exactly. Lets That's on. what I'm saying is like, there's dudes that you know are really like artistic and, and 
care about the work that they put out. Like I'm thinking of like Cardi, or I'm thinking about like Frank Ocean, or I'm like just, or, just or things those that people that like about. everything is the way it is for like a reason. And yeah. they kind of make a point out of that. Yeah, and you know, and you look for that as a listener because you kind of yeah, know that artist. You know that artist is is prone to to put out music that way. Uzi, I never th- really thought about as that artist, but the more and more that like I think about him and like listening to this versus Love is Ra- Love is Rage and like the time spent in between. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he, the label clearance was one thing, but also I just think that maybe he's also just, he wants to put in a lot of, yeah, he he wants to put a lot of care and craft into his craft. So, because again, you know, he put out Eternal Take. It it wasn't something else. So he clearly wanted to see through this idea. And he still put, like, while again, like we said, you know, the music itself doesn't really give me anything to really understand what Eternal Take is musically you know he still took the time to uh employ it into the videos and into the idea of the album and and really make it like a a sort of aesthetic before you got into the project or like even even take the the album cover thing i think that's one instance where both it shows that he is the kind of guy that like wants to have fun with his work and like wants you know fan input and he puts these three album covers on Twitter, whatever. But it also, I think the fact that he had three album covers that he wanted to make sure, like you know, it would fit what he envisioned versus also what everyone else wants, like envisions for him. Because this has been a concept for three years, and people have their ideas and speculations about what it's going to be if it's if it's been noted for that long. That I think that's like a clear indication that he is very careful about what he's actually going to put out. Right. So, anyway, I I, I don't know. Well, I think it goes either way. Maybe we start still, seeing like a flurry of Uzi music. I, that could happen too. I don't know. I mean, I would. I, he has I, a lot. I bet. So I would probably like to hear another Uzi project sometime soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he doesn't want to do that, then you know, I, I would rather just hear the next well thought out Uzi project. You know, whatever yeah. he really wants. But I, I don't think he's an artist that can't put out music at that pace. Yeah. It's just. He is a very, very, very big artist. So, you know, they can't always run like that. Like Young Thug is another person who probably makes me, I mean, makes so much music every day. But even then, you know, we only get so many, we can only realistically get so many projects from him so often. So, I mean, you would expect the same thing from Uzi. I think they're kind of on around the same level as each other in terms of like, you know, how many streams they can usually garner for their own music, for songs that they appear on, stuff like that. But let's finish that there. Let's... uh, got like 25 minutes. I know. We don't really have much time to to get into (laughs) anything else. But last week's music, uh, Amine, Shimmy. Yeah. As far as the responses that we got on New Music Monday, unanimously great single. Um, I think it's it's really strong. People really, really fucked with the, uh, the Amine single. And I don't... I mean... I was one of them. I was one yeah, of them that was it. like the sound, everything that he went for, I thought was, again, he's another artist that's really good at staying in his own lane, doing, going for things that other people don't necessarily go for. Therefore, he kind of can just remain in his own lane. And, but, but, but as far as like the rapping skills and the beat choosing skills are all very tastefully hip hop. Yeah. You know, I think if you're a fan of hip hop, it's hard not to listen to him rap and listen to the beats that he chooses and not go, that's fire, that's fire. Mm-hmm. But aesthetically, you know, uh, 
internally as an artist you know he's very much going his own way and and doing his own thing and that's what kind of you know keeps him in his own lane so that being said excited for an album right yeah uh SZA and JT Justin Timberlake for the new Trolls song got the the almost very rare non-pop trash vote like when I throw it's up, is good. this pop trash or is this a good fun track? Well, it's pretty okay. rare I ever get the good fun track. I think that's a little bias. It's biased because I, I usually pick the pop trash song. Yeah. And but it, there are songs that I'm sometimes like, no, that's I've, no, I fuck with this. But I want to see if people think it's pop trash well, it's, and it does get the pop but trash. But I even mean like the vote, how the voting came out. Like it, it's kind of pop trash. It's not like, the, I don't think it's like that. It's not a great song. It's pop trash in the, in relation to the rest of music but it's SZA that's where the bias comes in and I think everyone just loves SZA and I love SZA so I love that song and I'll take a contrary opinion because I, I actually think the song itself I, really good song really I, I actually yeah I mean like it's poppy but I really don't find anything trashy about it um I've I, I but think, like I'm not I, saying pop. okay I guess I have a different definition of pop trash when I see pop trash on the story I'm like is this pop and is it like really that necessary to like this uh, person? Like, I don't think it's trash. I'm not right. like saying it's garbage. Like, but it, it's like in relation to the rest of music that came out this week, that is the pop trash song. Oh, uh, okay. And I, interesting that's how I how think about it. Will, I, th- I still like a lot of pop trash songs. I mean, well, yeah, not and I, even pop. saying pop trash does not necessarily mean it is it something I don't bad. enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Does not necessarily mean I don't enjoy it. But there are, there's definitely pop trash out there. Uh, new Peggy song. Everybody seemed to fuck with it. But more than half of y'all, about 55% of y'all still on the Peggy's not going to drop in 2020 wave. I'm going to so. stand pat saying he will drop something. Hmm. Okay. Are we talking about a collab album? Because I feel like that could be in the works. I don't know with who. I just Any, feel like I, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm leaving anything on the table in terms of like an EP, right. an album, a mixtape, joint project. If we get another single from him in the next like month, then like a next month to two months, I might I might change my opinion. But I also could see him just doing like singles like this yeah. for a lot of the year, and like he just uploaded something, uh, how to build a relationship. I don't know, but it's like a YouTube series or something. Yeah, like doing shit like that all year. I could see him doing that uh, just to stay busy, and then maybe start hitting at an album later on in the year yeah. you know that maybe comes out next year could very well see that but yeah okay the real pop trash song of the week was the lady gaga song which we wait you said you did like it i kind of like it. oh okay i didn't like it most people didn't really like it it's weird but i kind of like it i'm gonna have to listen to it again because i fuck with lady gaga i usually try to be on the good side of lady gaga but <laughs> this this was not one of those ones uh young nudie most people said above average nudie i thought it was above average nudie i hate the, the average rating came out to about a seven out of ten so above average seven out of ten. Oh, that's kind of weird yeah you're tripping know. oh what are you gonna say that's the thing about the above average below average like sticker thing is like there's no average well, what I like do it's not is better than nudie, but it's also not worse than any nudie. Like it's it's just average. Sometimes I do notice that, like, there is no real feeling for like ah, this is mostly kind of like this is just good, you know? Like yeah. this is kind of like what I because what I was feeling was like yeah, this is kind of on par. Oh no, wait, no, no, no! I did put on the it was a quiz, so it oh, was okay. above, was average, quiz. below, or like on par. 
but I usually also add the the rating sticker one yeah. through ten, so I can see what one person's above average or below yeah, average crazy, would though, be. Saying above average at a seven and ten, that means his average is what like a six. Y'all tripping? That's crazy. Right. Collectively, we yeah. are tripping. Yeah. Y'all on that. crazy. You know, it's got to be like up to like an eight or something like that. Little baby, my turn took a five point five out of ten. Nobody was really too excited about that. Yuck. Uh, Princess Nokia. I asked kind of which album people were preferring because she dropped two. Um, people were leaning towards the thumpier, heavier, moodier. I like that. Uh, even at times, just straight depressed. Everything sucks album as but opposed to the everything is beautiful beautiful album. Everything is beautiful is doing way better in streams though. Is it? Yeah. Well, that has Sugar Honey Iced Tea, which yeah. was kind of the big single leading into it. The other single that she did, Balenciaga, was on Everything Sucks. So I thought that was smart to yeah. have the two singles, two different albums. That kind of was, that made sense. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I could just imagine a song like Green Eggs and Ham. That mm. first song on there, it's yeah. like, I mean, you you catch so many people with just that song alone um yeah i could see that being a more streamed album but you know songs like fifi and songs like uh i like him like him too something like yeah. those are bangers those are those are bangers those are the songs i see myself um like having those pop into my head and i'm like oh i gotta run to spotify and, <laughs> and, and, and run at least that song yeah. real quick 38 special planet asia one of uh trends five favorite six favorite albums of the year still growing on you got the 8.5 out of 10 rating like on a collective collective, yeah nice yeah yeah, so i think that's what i gave it in my uh my little notes yeah it was a cool record man i'm still uh waiting to give it a couple more spins like a couple more full all the way through spins um but it was it was hot when i heard it um and and Trent, I gotta say, by the way, since we're here, your your recommendations, your albums, your top five albums of the month were pretty fire, man. You Thank put you. me on the soccer mommy shit. The soccer mommy shit was fire. Almost thinking about even reviewing that on YouTube. And it's a good album. it sounds like, you know, a lot of other people fucking with it. Uh obviously I heard Trust the Chain, but Trust the Chain was a great pick. Um the Terrace Martins shit too, synthesize, all very, very cool. Uh, so that's it for last week uh, music. We also had meta of the week, um, semi-eventful. We had Man Alive, King Cruel on my list of uh, favorite albums of the month. Rang in at 83.5, which I think is pretty good rating for a, a new record. Mm-hmm. Um, has a good mix of being popular with the crowd that we speak to about music but also being you know off the beaten path plastic beach gorillas it's a great album Plastic, 82.9 got the 82.9 that i think it deserves i think i gave it like an 8.5 or something yeah i slept i, I forgot to rate it but i probably would have dropped a seven and a half or an eight on it uh grimes i don't oh, know that why dropped. i don't know i don't know why we reviewed grimes wait that that review dropped yeah shit it didn't do too well. Yeah, no, I was gonna give it like a four. <laughs> that was one of my. I didn't even listen. I year. couldn't. I, I was. I was upset that we were reviewing it internally. I just felt like. Uh, I was like, "This is white bitch." I felt like it was a good album to just shit on. Like, <laughs> it's white bitch music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even listen to it all that much, but we also got nudie seventy three point six. So I guess that kind of pans out with you know our rating at around a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I, I had it up at closer to an eight. Uh, it's because most of the Young Nudie albums I like just end up hanging around an eight pretty much. Um, we got one more quick review to do. We were going to talk uh, Janae Aiko, but I don't believe we have time to talk Here's, Janae Aiko. Do you want to talk Janae Aiko or would you rather talk about our, our low-key quick. Album? Let's give quick thoughts on Janae really quick. I would love to give quick thoughts on Janae. All right, it's too long. That's my quick thought. <laughs> Janae Aiko is not... I. She's a good singer. She's got a good voice. I like her... She, <laughs> Open good. and shut case. She's pretty. She got a lot going for her. She's she's cool. Like she's a cool artist. Yeah. But she is. I just don't think she's that dynamic to be making hour long projects, man. So the last big project I remember her doing was Trip, which is also an hour long. Yeah. So she's and sold out too. Like these all, also all an these hour projects long. <laughs> have all been. And I know there are a lot of Janae fans out there. So I'm sorry if I'm shitting on a Janae fan right now, but. Um, the albums have been very vibey mm-hmm. and you know, we're, we're, we're the album listener podcast or, or whatever. So as far as album experiences, yeah, generally I, they're too long. Yeah. I, I generally am not that excited about the singles. Therefore it's hard for me to really want to be excited about the deep cuts Right. So I can't really hang around long enough to saturate myself into this project that is just a little too long. But, you know, then by the time I, I, I get to that uh, part of things, yeah, it's easiest for me just to say, like, I'm not really a fan. I'm probably not the person that she's trying to yeah. please. Because I just imagine, like, if someone, you know, does fuck with her singles really hard and fucks with her really hard, like, musically then you know an hour full of this where it all runs generally the same pace is pretty awesome right because like that's yeah. the reason why i like the life of pierre right if 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 you don't like the sound on the life of pierre then you almost can't like really any of it you kind of almost yeah. can't really love it at all but if you do really like you know what it is at its core you're gonna like every song yeah you know there's not too much to hate on one song and and another song not hate on it you know i'm with you there only i take a step further i just don't think there's like there's so very few artists that i need a full hour of music from in release especially if they're like releasing not on like that inconsistent of a basis but like because what trip came out in 2017 yeah yeah all right, so two and a half years. That's about what you expect from an artist like Janae Aiko's two and a half, two years between releases, whatever. I don't need an hour long, man. Like, I, you're, you're not, so, like, almost nobody, if they're releasing every two and a half years, needs an hour long project. I just don't think it's necessary. Unless it's, like, so crazy dynamic. But, like, most of these songs really sound the same to me. Like, there's not that much distinguishing one track from another honestly except for the features the features are the only thing that i find like that yeah yeah, i was gonna go there (laughs) but you went there yeah um yeah it wasn't until so the what we just listened to is song number seven the future and miguel song is song number seven but i started the project at the beginning 
And it it wasn't until I heard Future in here that my ears really turned on. Yeah. Like also, I, Big Sean I, doesn't count as a feature anymore. Big like, Sean does not count as a count feature anymore. for Janae Aiko anymore. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they literally have it's projects like, it's together. It's like the 500th fucking song with each other, so yeah. I'm over it. Yeah, I, I'm also <laughs> over it. I, I Yeah, I mean, like, there were decent songs, like, because Triggered was a, was a single, so I remember that. You know, when I passed over Triggered, okay i'm listening you know this is cool uh pussy fairy on the way or whatever mm. also cool song you know i like i remember that being a That's good a single, single and yeah. i remember getting into it into the album and being like okay this is one of the better songs already um and then next is that future song and then i realized how much i i my ears had not really like registered that this was yeah like, like I, I did like they were just not really woken up you know i didn't really feel like i was really listening until i was hearing this and then after this is the ab soul song which i also thought was cool i left that feeling like which that was cool i was happy about which that. is cool because it's absol though like it's not really that cool of a track like i'm just happy to see absol i really don't find i thought like, the song was good yeah, i right. thought the, the the inclusion of absol was I was like, oh, I didn't. I don't just expect hearing an Absol feature. No, yeah, when I saw it with Absol, I was like, oh, dope. Absol's on this, but the track isn't that dynamic to me. And then there's this song with John Legend that's cool too. Yeah, uh, all in all. Also, I don't even remember the Nas song. Like, I'm looking at this track oh, yeah, and I'm like, I don't song. even remember that. Like, yeah, it, it was one of those very uh, like life is good Nas yeah. songs, like right, Nas well. verses and stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't want to hate on this too much because it, this is, album just isn't really for... Yeah, no, nah, that should be fair. ...me. So it's kind of hard to say, oh, I don't want an hour of this when I don't really listen to Janae at all. But um, that's not to say I don't like Janae's singing. You know, I don't like... You know, it's not to say that there aren't Janae songs out there that I like. But uh, this album definitely did not do anything to change that perception for me. So I'm hoping for a fan of hers you know this is a good hour long mm -hmm. ride of music um but let's get into an album that has been making rounds around our group chats around our friends there's whispers of this project only so far and uh I guess we get to be the first people to take it to a, re a review platform amongst our friends. My dad would hear this and be like, this is trash. Wait, we're... Oh, okay. I really wanted to quickly shout out the my favorite release of this weekend, which was the Snot album. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about checking that out. And then I listened to some of his singles, singles and I didn't really like them. And so I just All right. uh, I decided I wasn't going to check nah, it out. I like the album. I like it. It's What's actually... It What's it called? Uh, it's called like Temperature or some shit. I don't remember. I've just been calling it the, the Snot album. The uh, Snot it's album. It's called Tragedy. Look at that. It's called Tragedy. I think he has a couple of songs on this shit that are like... I don't think the whole album is great or anything. But I do think there's a couple of songs on here that I'm like... Man, he kind of has his own sound, especially for like Florida. Like, it's hard to like. There's a lot of cool shit coming out of Florida. I guess mm -hmm. what I'm saying. And he's out of Florida, and he's got something that sounds nothing like anyone else from Florida. But there's a song. If you want to check out one song that I think is kind of cool, is like really cool, check out Roadrunner. All right, I'm gonna add Roadrunner. I'm gonna listen to the album. I'll, I'll throw whatever, whatever I think is good on it. From anyway, I just want to give that a quick shout out. 
Now let's talk about this this weirdo shit. Yeah, so I I'm I I'm like on the gram. I see a homie of mine who uh, lives in LA who just like threw this random project up on his story, and I I just like looked it up knowing that sometimes that's that's like a really good practice for me is just to uh, like I don't know anything about this project but I'm gonna just check it out. And then I see, oh, there's a Madani feature on here. Mavi's on here. There's a Mike and Zalooper song. <laughs> you know, Navy yeah. Blue's on here. So all the guys, right? All, all the, you know, all those guys mm-hmm. are on this project. Uh, I guess if you're listening to this and you're not really familiar with any of those names, you know, they're, they're the kind of people that are tight with someone like Earl Sweatshirt. Mavi's kind of a, a name that's really, really emerging, obviously, at this point very quickly so if you don't know anything about what we're talking about go check out that mavi album let the sun talk that's like let the sun talk one of the best albums of last year yeah um but you know shout out to all of them because even their little homies are making some of the most fire music out yeah so it turns out the the name of this artist is sideshow uh, it's just one dude Again I don't really know Too much about him Or anything about the album So a lot of What I'm guessing here Is speculation But I'm assuming He produced these songs Yeah um, Obviously he uh, is, is, is rapping on all these songs too But the thing that really caught my eye About this project Is how short it is But how dynamic it ends up being I mean it's only 16 minutes <laughs> nine songs it feels a lot longer than that though and it feels longer but then by the time it's done you know you're it's right. just like so it's such a fleeting feeling and there's a lot of weird there's a lot of different sounds on this like this is my this favorite shit, this shit is like way more like just the structure of it is like very west coast like that's like but then like some of this shit sounds like you know that madani vibe or like the mavi vibe where it's clearly like a east coast influence it's yeah i have a hard time pick, picking like pegging like yeah. where he's from because i feel like he is a la dude the way that some of these songs come out sounding right especially oh one beige camry what we're listening to right now but you're, you're very right you know that that uh that influence from the type of people that he works with is also coming very much into play here and sometimes the samples are like, like if i'm not mistaken there's a jay-z sample on here so there is that essence of like new york shit on here as well this is the madani track I don't know, man. I think I think Madani might be, he might be my favorite of all these guys. Ma, Ma, Mavi is like really growing on me, like rapidly grew on me. Uh-huh. Madani, the more I listen to him, dude, I just feel like he has such a crazy future ahead of him. I think he's nuts. Um, yeah, I would say I would say he is my favorite. I, I would say, especially when it comes down to just like projects that they've released so far. Like I was bigger on Own Pace by Madani than I was Let the Sun Talk by Mavi. Mm. You know, it, it, as far as just last year goes. And I wasn't really, I was actually sadly disappointed in the Madani album that dropped a couple weeks ago, which was also I don't know why you up hate on that so you. much. Man. I like I, that album. Yeah, I'm going to have to give it another honest listen. It was another one of those, those projects that just sounded 
a little too much of the same or a little too uneventful until you get to that last song and it's completely different. You know, mm. he totally switches it up and does and uses this really awesome sample and then all of a sudden I'm like, yo, okay, I'm back to some Adani shit that I usually really enjoy. Is him using these, you know, kind of these dope samples and, and and I think his his flow and his voice too is kind of what makes some of these songs. Um Yeah, fun fun ass like short project. Yeah. Like really low stakes. It's really easy. It was really easy to send this to you, to send this to Nation of Rap, to send this to, to anybody and just uh, check this out. 16 minutes long. <laughs> you know, it's only nine songs. Every song is like a minute or a couple minutes. And there's all these features on here. Uh and you know, this this uh this project if you look it up on Spotify, I mean there are, it's all less than a thousand plays and mm-hmm. shit like that you know it's like it's crazy how much fire is just coming out of this camp or these people who have these associations and some of these artists are so low-key and some of these artists are uh you know kind of just coming out of nowhere with fantastic albeit short projects so i, I was uh happy to, to put some people onto this yeah, I'm, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you sent this over to me because, like, even for how short it is, like, this is one of the cooler things I've heard this year. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend that. And that's all the music we can really talk about this week. Trent. Yeah. Short episode. Short episode. Short episode uh, as we get prepared for a pretty dense episode, I think, next week. Dense I think, I think it's going to be yeah. dense and different and... I mean, for us, it's going to be really new because uh, we're really going to be interviewing and we're really going to be getting into our political bag, I guess. Which is going to be weird because my like knowledge on politics is it's not limited, but it's just like I don't talk politics a lot. Like that's not really like yeah, I will I, when it's necessary, but mm-hmm. like I, I just like in my free time. Like I'm not, I'm not great at articulating myself as far as that shit goes. Yeah, I, I think so. I feel that way too because I don't sit my, I don't sit down and really try to, you know, chop politics too often. Yeah. But we are both like obviously very concerned local concerned citizens, and, and we have our very opinionated, and we stand by. Yeah, yeah, our and, thoughts, and, and which are like, the right thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> and I think both on like a city level, a state level, and on a national level, like. We both care quite a bit, but yeah, we're not like the type of people that just sit and debate and yeah, uh, you know, like bash each other. Yeah, I'm not like Facebook air, comments I'm not like airing like my that. shit out all the time. Like I'm just kind of like, nah. I just repost. I just share memes. Yeah, you know, share memes. I give my I give my two cents on like the most like the most shallow face level <laughs> way that I can. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 interested to see kind of how we decide to interview her yeah and kind of what conversation gets brought up um but yeah i've just been doing my research with the hashtag our portland podcast i mean it's really easy to just she's actually a really good podcaster like Mm -hmm. the one thing that impressed me about her show is that it's just her which is i think really hard to do is just sit and talk um it's much easier when i have you in the room or other people in the room to kind of bounce the conversation forward and uh she's she's really good at that 
But yeah, if you want to do any research on Sarah, uh, sarah2020.com, um, you can check out her entire campaign. Again, the podcast is awesome and it's really informative. Uh, very progressive candidate with some ideas for the state that I think, or for the, for the city that uh, will really challenge the status quo is the thing that is probably most attractive about her uh, opportunity to be mayor is, you know, for me, politicians, you, I want to feel like the needle is being moved that, you know, some sort of status quo is going to be upset by mm-hmm. the ideas that you bring forth. Obviously there are checks and balances that make sure that politicians come back to center, which in some regards. So th- that's why you know I, I'm sitting here, really interested in the in some of the most progressive candidates. They are there yeah. are because, uh, yeah, I understand we can't get everything done that you're saying, but you know if we land amongst the stars on some form of you know climate justice or you know some sort of action against police brutality or something like that. You know, those are the kinds of things that we need to be sort of radical about. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited or to very radical. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, some concepts call for a very radical uh, attitude. Yeah. So that being said, um, feel free to do your research. I'm going to be taking some uh, fan questions here in the near future and stay tuned for season four, episode six coming next week. Season four, episode five is done. Your boys. Check out the New Music Monday playlist on New both Music Apple Monday, and Spotify. Monday podcast, Spotify playlist by Dev Demolino, Spotify, and on Apple. Um, yeah, check the YouTube. We've got a ton of YouTube yeah. videos up right now. Please go just, you know, swath through some of those. I know you listen to the podcast, but fuck with us. Uh, yeah. And then anything else we got coming? I hope so. I hope so. All right, word. (laughs) Holla at your boy, Bridge City Boys. Peace. Peace.